Good night, everybody. Live from the deep red state of Tennessee on rumble.com slash LFA TV on primary day in New Hampshire. We're not New Hampshire, but it is primary day in New Hampshire. First in the nation. This is ungoverned. In the wise words of the esteemed philosopher of the 5 p.m. hour, that would be the Honorable John Fetterman, of course. Uh, In the wise words of John Fetterman, the esteemed philosopher of the 5 p.m. hour here on ungoverned LFA TV. Hello, good uh, good night, everybody. Good evening to the ungovernables, the captain's crew, the. You can't see the hair. No, there's no hair. It's gone on bald. That's it on bald. The captain's crew, the uh, the uh, LFA family, the ungovernables, the uh, McGroy Nation. I'm bald. You see this? This like it was down to here yesterday. Now it's gone. All right. So uh, on locals on Friday, you will see what it looks like without a hat on. That's the deal. So if you want to see the hair. You can come check it out on Locals. This is crooked like Hillary Clinton, unfortunately. We got we to gotta, gotta fix that. There we go. That's better. All I have to do is a little, little tap dance there. All right. Uh, so we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, Wanda says you got to remove the hat and show us the new do. It will on Locals on, uh, on uh, Friday. Rokals. We'll do it on Locals on Friday. And again, if, uh, if you... Are the uh, user Art Joe on Locals? If you have that email, please check your email. We sent you a message. We want to talk to you, um, folks. Uh, SC Girl Six Two Five says new viewer here, and I will be watching from now on. Love you, great, happy to have you. As you can see, oh, I know what's going to happen right now. If I switch back to that first scene, the music's going to play, but I'm going to get it before it happens. As you can see, the live chat. Hope everybody's having a great time. It is New Hampshire primary day. Donald Trump is poised. Uh, to win the New Hampshire primary tonight, the GOP primary, in a landslide, absolute landslide. So we are, uh, I'm excited about it, obviously. I'll be all over Twitter tonight, doing several spaces. LFA TV will have New Hampshire primary coverage, very similar to uh, what we did last week in Iowa. As a matter of fact, I got off the phone with producer Frankie not too long ago, and he was like, hey, how did you do those live calls again? We're going to do that again. Great! We're doing it again. They're doing the live call. What? Well, they call me an innovator for a reason. I'm like Steve Jobs, except I'm cool. You a and I a tractor? Innovator sounds like es- excavator. <laughs> Are you? Wow. The computer dies for five minutes and she's coming in here just making things grow. She thinks my tractor's sexy. All right. So we're going to rock and roll. LFA TV is coming with you with coverage. Uh, in the uh, New Hampshire primary, obviously, after this show uh, is over. So we're very exciting, uh, very excited uh, for that as well. New Hampshire primary, Donald Trump positioned to win bigly. He's going to win like nobody's ever won before. I can tell you that. Uh, it's going to be huge. I think my prediction, 17 points. I think uh, I think Democrats may overperform for Nikki Haley. Um, but I don't think you're going to see a quote-unquote underperformance for Trump. It's just that it's going to be Democrats are going to come in there and pad Nikki's numbers tonight. Uh, so it's going to be, um, I think, Trump by 17, if not more. So we'll get to all that. We'll get to some of the latest polling, the final polling before the New Hampshire primary. So we have that. Uh, Kamala Harris, with uh, she's running for Idiot of the Week, apparently, um, because uh, last week's winner, who was last week's winner? That was the crap. I got to remember who the, what last week had the really stupid idiot of the week. I forgot who it was. Oh, it was there was uh, Chicago, uh, Chicago. My goodness, Florida Representative Max Frost, I believe, was his name. 
um, who was the Statue of Liberty guy. And then the week before that was obviously AOC. Uh, she won Idiot of the Week. So uh, Kamala Harris is now winning, running for Idiot of the Week this week with some border comments. We had the Kamala. Oh, Kamala. Let me just tell you something. You know, she is one of the worst vice presidents in the history of the world. I can tell you that. She's a disgrace. Kamala is a disgrace. So she's running for Idiot of the Week this week. We'll get to that. Uh, we have uh, Justin Trudeau showing us how the left uh, exercises and, and uses their political persecution strategy. Remember the Canadian truckers? They blocked off, what was it, Ottawa, the capital, and everybody. Yeah, the farmers did it, but the. But the Canadian, the Canadian truckers did it, and Justin Trudeau trampled them with horses and froze their bank accounts and, you know, repossessed their trucks and threw them in jail and called them terrorists, etc. Uh, well, apparently the application of that anti-terror law that Trudeau used to target the Canadian truckers uh, has been ruled unconstitutional in a Canadian court. So this just goes to show you the playbook that the left uses. They don't care about the law. They say, oh, we have to enforce the law. They only selectively enforce it on political opponents. And then when it's ruled unconstitutional or it's ruled that the application of that law was not appropriate or was unreasonable, nobody pays the price for doing it, right? I want to ask you this now so that when we revisit this story, uh, we can see what everyone says. What does that sound like to you? The federal government calling people terrorists Uh, persecuting them and prosecuting them under a law that later may be, or in in Canada's case, uh, has been ruled unconstitutional, unreasonable. What does that sound like to you? Does that sound like something that you have heard about in this country? I'm going to put the chat on the screen, and I'm going to see if anybody thinks that that's what they've heard before, if that sounds familiar. I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to say anybody here uh, is right or wrong. I'm just looking to see if uh, anybody is catching on to kind of how I'm going to tie the trucker situation to other things that we're seeing in this country. I did see somebody mention it already. I see it a couple other times. So there we go. Uh, We also have uh, a pretty interesting article here. I believe it was on Red State about what Donald Trump is doing now in 2024. Uh versus what he did in 2020 and why the campaign that he's running right now is a heck of a lot better than what he did in 2020. And then I guess, I mean, this shouldn't be controversial. It shouldn't be. But my take may be considered controversial considering the atmosphere and the climate right now. There was this uh, comment made yesterday by Ron DeSantis on Twitter uh, regarding Florida and Donald Trump's legal defense and the Blaze put something up, and then I called out the Blaze for being ridiculous, you know, the outlet, the Blaze, and they deleted it after I called them out because I believe it was ridiculous. Let me just say this right now, and then we'll revisit this towards the end because I think there's a cool discussion to be had. Taxpayers should not pay with, you know, should not be forced to pay the legal defense of politicians, private citizens, or anybody. That's all I'm going to say for now, and we'll revisit that story towards the end of the show. And I'll tell you why I believe that towards the end of the show and why, okay, when DeSantis made the comment and the way he made the comment, was it underhanded and was it a shot? Maybe, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's just how charged the times are right now. 
But taxpayers should not be forced to pay the legal bills of any private citizen. If you want to donate to their legal fund, you can do that. It's kind of like Ukraine. If you want to help Ukraine, help Ukraine. If you want to pay more in taxes, you can give your money to the government. They will not tell you no. But it should not be forced on anybody. So we'll talk about that towards uh, towards the end of the show. Before we get to all the New Hampshire updates and all of that, I want to get to a word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. As you know, Donald Trump is uh, poised to have a large, bigly, huge, tremendous, highly respected, and incredible victory in New Hampshire. We love it. It's the Granite State, the live free or die state. This is a great state. And I am doing incredibly well there. I have to say that I'm getting incredible numbers and incredible enthusiasm. We will talk to you about that in just a second. But before we do that, I want to get to a word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. That is switch2usa.com. Take a look at this video. We all want to make a difference in our country and, and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping, it's that simple. We're gonna link arms and we're gonna shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switch to number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. Switch to USA.com. Folks, we've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record setting inflation, and sky high gas prices. We all know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the entire time. Well, so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people, little people, beautiful people, were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it, and how can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That's how you make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer for all your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks. And now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. No more made in China. We're not going to do China. No more China. Switch to made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation. Shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy that's been formed. Join the massive sweep that is happening through Patriot Nation and decide that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Uh, <laughs> we had something just happen over here. You didn't see it. It's pretty funny. Uh, Join the massive movement happening through patronage. Uh, cut off the cash flow of the deep state. Sign up, my friend Maria. We'll give you a call back to enroll you. And then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop. That is switch to number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. We've got that. We've also got the LFA TV store located on the LFA TV website that you're going to see on your screen right there. This is LFA TV.us. Uh, this is the website. It's a beautiful website. And this pop-up right here will bring you to the show that is currently live. You can click on the LFA TV store, though, and you'll see all sorts of really cool merchandise here on the LFA TV website. There are hats, sweatpants, tote bags, all sorts of really cool shirts, lanyards, keychains, uh, winter hats, coffee, plaques. Uh, you can see it, musical selection. There's a musical selection Obviously, coffee mugs and coffee to put in the mugs and this beautiful hat. Whoever voted for Biden owes me gas money, as well as so many other things at the LFA TV store. 
at LFATV.us, or you can go directly to the store by going to jeremyherald.com slash store. That's again, LFATV.us. Click on that store tab, or you can go directly there by going to jeremyherald.com slash store. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump is poised to win the New Hampshire primary by a lot. He's poised to win by a lot. I can tell you that. He is poised to win the New Hampshire primary by a lot of votes. I can tell you that. And you look at, uh, I think it's called Dixville Notch. Last night, six votes went for Nikki Haley. Usually they uh, vote Democrat. Four out of six of them vote Democrat. It's this tradition. I know there was a little bit of a, um, a scare yesterday in, you know, why are there votes coming in before votes have been cast? Every midnight, you know, whether it's the primary or the general election, this Dixville Notch, uh, the people of Dixville Notch always vote. Um, it's a tradition that they do. So Nikki Haley currently leads 100 to 0. Uh, and she's going to be like how we were in 2020, going to bed leading and waking up getting smoked, right? Um, Nikki Haley, though, is going to lose this election fairly. I believe Donald Trump is going to win by 17 points. He's up by 22 points in the final Suffolk poll ahead of the New Hampshire primary. Uh, And there are different pollsters saying different things. Of course, you had, uh, of course, you had the Trafalgar poll, um, which had Donald Trump up by a considerable amount as well. 20 plus points. Trafalgar was the uh, leading pollster, the best and most accurate pollster um, before the Iowa caucus. But Donald Trump now leads Haley by 22 points in the final Suffolk poll ahead of the New Hampshire primary. Donald Trump leads Haley 60 to 38 percent, gaining three points since a poll released on Monday by the same group. So if we were to take the uh, Real Clear Politics average right now on uh, RealClearPolling.com, Donald Trump leads by 19.3 in the Real Clear Politics average. He leads 60 to 38 from the newest Suffolk University Boston Globe poll. He leads 62 to 35 in the latest Insider Advantage poll. He leads 58 to 36 in the latest Trafalgar poll. Uh, all of these kind of, you know, showing you that he's leading by more than 20 points. I do think because of Democrat involvement, and you never want to underestimate them. Uh, and of course, there's other variables. Everyone knows that Donald Trump is going to win. So some people may stay home. We will have to see uh, how many voters does he actually get from DeSantis's camp? Uh, does it make a difference? Does it not make a difference? We will have to see. Uh, I do think that maybe his polling uh, margin, his, his lead is being oversampled just a bit. And the reason why I say that uh, and overstated just a bit. The reason why I say that is if this was being, uh, if this was a, a primary that was not going to be intervened in by Democrats, then I would probably say Trump by 20 plus. But because I do think a lot of Democrats and independents who declared uh, themselves undeclared voters last October to participate in this primary coming up now, I think they said 3,500 or so voters did this last October, they're going to come out and vote for Haley. And these polling firms like Trafalgar, Boston Globe, and Suffolk University, they're only polling Republican voters. So uh, I think we're missing that ingredient. That's why I think Donald Trump is going to still win handily. I mean, it's not going to be close. I wouldn't be surprised if the race gets called very early again. Uh, but I, I, I think the 22 points might be a, a bit of an uh, overstatement 
because the polling that's being done is not polling Democrats. You understand what I'm saying? Or maybe it is, and, and maybe he wins by 25. What I know is he's going to win by double digits. I say 17 or more. Uh, in Iowa, I said he was going to win by 25, and he wound up winning by 29.8. So we will just have to see what happens. But what I can tell you is that there is incredible enthusiasm for Donald Trump on the ground in New Hampshire. Here's a scene outside of a polling place um, here in New Hampshire. Donald Trump with a massive, massive crowd. Uh, this was London's Dairy, I believe, New Hampshire. Take a look at this. And this is just the energy right now. It's cold in New Hampshire. It's a gray winter day. You know, it's just a, it's a primary. And there are people, they are just so excited to get back into these polling places, back in front of the ballot box to vote for Donald Trump. This is this is enthusiasm and excitement that we really haven't seen before. So take a look at this video. It, it really is just remarkable. The amount of enthusiasm this man has continued to garner for the last eight years. Just think about that. He started this 2015, 2016. And it's it's only grown, I believe, up until now. Take a look at this crowd outside of the uh, polling place here in New Hampshire. So that's just the type of enthusiasm and excitement that Donald Trump is 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 just taking anywhere he goes. I want you to think, I mean, any golf fans in the chat? If there's any golf fans in the chat, you know, maybe you've attended a U.S. Open before uh, or uh, a PGA Championship or the Masters or anything like that. Um, the only time I've seen that type of fanfare. And again, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. I, maybe Taylor Swift has this appeal too to a lot of people, where she goes and a lot of eyeballs follow. And I really hope she doesn't try to run for president one day, because it might be in the cards. She's very popular. Um, if you are a fan of golf, if you've been to one of these PGA, you know, one of these major events, when you know, I've been to a couple of U.S. Opens um, back when they were on Shinnecock and in Bethpage. Um, you know, when Tiger Woods was at the peak of his career. They used to, it was like a tidal wave. You would be, you would be standing at a hole and you would hear it. You would hear it coming. This just mass of people that would follow Tiger Woods anywhere he went. Anywhere he went. It would just follow him. Where like, if you tried to stay in a spot, it was like getting hit by like a tsunami. Donald Trump has that. I mean, we've seen him visiting college football games with these crowds, people following him. It's literally, it's a tsunami of people. And it's very rare to see that. It's very rare. 
You know, you think of some of the more famous, but again, Taylor Swift is somebody that would probably be able to garner the same type of, you know, reaction in public. I mean, look, at the NFL basically revolves around Taylor Swift now. Unfortunately, right? I mean, it is what it is. But like if LeBron James were to walk down the street of New York City, there'd be people, oh, it's LeBron James. Oh, my goodness gracious. Donald Trump, I mean, he's in New Hampshire. It's not like this huge, crazy. And there are there was a crowd there of what looked to be in that video, thousands of people, thousands of people screaming for him, screaming. Now, you know, look, I don't pledge allegiance to a man. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America, right? We pledge allegiance to the flag, the whole nine. But there are people who feel an allegiance to Donald Trump himself and what he stands for. And it's, you can't, you just can't understate that. Now, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. For as much as we love him, they hate him. The Democrats can't stand him. And there will be people who will come out and literally just, just vote in the election to vote against Donald Trump. We know that that is part of the equation. That that is baked into the cake. But there is no, absolutely nobody in the political arena right now who garners the attention, the love, the adoration, and the reaction that Donald Trump garners when he is at a place, whether it's a Cuban cafe in Miami, or it's a polling place in New Hampshire, or a college football stadium in Iowa or South Carolina, or a UFC event in Madison Square Garden. This happens everywhere he goes. That is why the left is terrified of him, because he is he is representing the people. The people feel a connection to him, and he is not somebody who can be bought nor sold by the swamp or the establishment. He is a real threat to their power. A real threat. Is Ron DeSantis, let's just, let's just go back into this, like looking at, at the primary right before he dropped out. Is Ron DeSantis able to run for president without those very, very large donations from those major, major donors? Is he able to do it? No. He's not. So he owes those people something. If he were to win, he would have owed them something. Jobs, policy, whatever it may have been. We gave you $50 million to start your campaign. Now you have to do X for us. A lot of Donald Trump's donations, a large number of them, came from small money donors. Same thing happened in 2016. Same thing is happening now. He doesn't need the major donor class. He'll accept money from them. It helps. But he doesn't need it. So he can't be bought. He's not bought and paid for. And the other thing he's doing here, this is a great article on Red State, with regards to this campaign... I read this and I thought this was brilliant. I don't know if anybody has picked up on this with Donald Trump in 2020, uh, 2024, how he's running his campaign. Maybe you're watching rallies and you're not really seeing the ads on TV. The ads that he's running on TV and the campaign that he's running right now has been very, for Donald Trump, issues-based. He's been actually really disciplined when you think about how he's running this campaign. So this article on Red State from uh, Joe Cunningham is, is excellent, actually. And it, and it actually comes from 
the political playbook. A lot of the ideas come from the political playbook, which is like left wing. Here's your marching orders every single day. So here's what Politico playbook said in the morning newsletter, an underappreciated feature of Trump's strength against Nikki Haley in New Hampshire is that Trump has run a far more issues-based campaign than she has. While Trump's personal insults and off-the-wall comments attract most of the media attention, and that is true, his comments get the attention, but the campaign itself, the campaign itself has been very, very disciplined. While Trump's personal insults and off-the-wall comments attract most of the media attention, Trump's TV advertising over the last few days has been highly disciplined. It focuses on just two issues, immigration, hitting Haley from the right with specific references to unpopular in a GOP primary, things that she has said, and Social Security, attacking her from the left by claiming she will raise the retirement age and cut benefits. Haley's ads, meanwhile, are about electability, general exhaustion with Trump and Biden, and generational change. Playbook continues to say here, the experience of watching the evening news goes something like this. Three positive Haley ads in which you learn she's a fresh face, but almost nothing about her policy. Followed by two Trump attack ads that are purely about her policy positions. In his prepared remarks at rallies, he hammers these same two issues early, generally before he goes off the rails and goes off on more colorful tangents that get all the media attention and provide us some entertainment, of course. The Trump onslaught has defined Haley in ways that she never did herself. Now, obviously, this is messaging for a primary, not a general election. But we have to see if he does learn anything from 2020, right? It sounds like and it looks like he has learned. What is he, What have we not heard Donald Trump talk about in a while? And this is something I've been saying we need to stop doing. What is so, and this is going to get everybody upset, so I'm almost afraid to say it, but I'm not. Because my, my, my promise to you, the audience, for me is I'm not always going to tell you what you want to hear, but I'm going to tell you what I believe is true. What have we not heard Donald Trump talk about a lot recently? Stolen elections. We haven't. And that's not to say I don't care about election integrity. I've had Jay Valentine on this show before. We've talked about it. But what does that mean to you? Think about this. Put your analyst hat on right now. It means when you go off and talk about those things, two things happen. Two things happen. Number one, it, draw, it, it, it takes you off message on how you're going to win 2024. Election integrity is extremely important. Without safe elections, you don't have elections. Without elections, you don't have a country. But he hasn't brought it up. Why has he not brought it up? Because it turns people off and away from what will motivate people to vote? Let me ask you this question. This is an honest back and forth I want to have with the chat. Are you more motivated to vote for somebody who says, vote for me because your elections are rigged? Or are you more motivated to vote for somebody if they say to you, vote for me because that guy is destroying our country and the last four years are proof? What motivates you more? Vote for me the elections are rigged or vote for me because that guy has destroyed the country over the last four years? I'm curious to see these answers. I'm curious to see these answers. He only talks about it at the rallies, but he doesn't talk about it anywhere else. Maybe on Truth Social, but his main 
campaign, his, his main message has not been about the stolen election. JL Jazz says he's more motivated for number two, 1985 Vol. Vote for me because this country is a disaster. Emerald says it's too late to fix 2020. Very, very, very true. What I'm saying is you haven't heard him do it as much as he did it. Because as I have continued to say for a very long time, if we continue to repeat the line that elections are rigged, what are we risking? We are risking people who hear us thinking that voting is pointless. It is not pointless and it is all that we have. That's not to say I don't want to draw attention to the fact that a machine was hacked in front of a judge in Georgia. That's not to say that I don't want to draw attention to the fact that 2,000 mules showed us how the 2020 election was stolen. That's not to say that I don't want to draw attention to the fact that we have election season instead of election day, that we can never get straight results, that we never know how many absentee ballots are out there, that we had ballots crossing state lines in 2020. I know all of these things. It's a huge problem. But if we make the system seem like there's no hope for us to win because it's rigged, some people aren't going to play. And that's the point. That's the point. Now, I know some folks, I know some folks, are, are, they are not, they're not going to be receptive to that. We have to fix it. We have to fix How How do you want to fix 2020? What do you want to do? Do you really think military tribunals are coming? Stop smoking crack. Please. Here's how you do it. I've said it over and over and over again. You have to win local races first, then state races and federal races at times where both elections are happening at the same time, like in New York last year, governor, Congress, etc. You sweep and you make sure that the folks that you're putting in power have this on their agenda. Only then can they make these changes. If Donald Trump was the president, not only can't he make those changes, but quite frankly, I don't want him making those changes. Why? Because the federal government has no place, no place to tell the states how to conduct their elections. Because if Donald Trump signs an executive order that says voter ID in all 50 states, you know what comes next? Popular vote for all 50 states. And no more electoral college. We've got to be careful with the precedents that we set. The point of the matter is here, we have not heard, I have not heard him harp on intensely the stolen 2020 election, which I agree was stolen. He is staying on the message. That the guy in power, and not just the guy in power, but the party in power is trying to destroy the United States of America. That's what he's doing. And it has been incredibly effective. And it has been disciplined. Mark my words right now. If he slips off message and goes back to 
The election was stolen. It's all rigged. It's terrible. He's going to lose by a large, large number in the general election because what it's going to do is it is going to unmotivate people on our side from voting. It's going to turn them off. Why would somebody go ahead and campaign like crazy if the guy they're campaigning for is telling them that their votes don't matter? Election integrity is important. We need to talk about it. But we have to do it in such a way that we don't go, doesn't matter, it's all rigged. It does matter. It matters. It's all we have. Are the refs biased against us? Absolutely. Is the government being weaponized to suppress Republican voters? Yes. Has it happened in Arizona? Yes, with Maricopa, with the Cary Lake election, with the machines mysteriously breaking on the one day that we say we're all going to go vote on. Has, has our speech been criminalized to stop the spread of our message? You bet your ass it has. But in order to stop that, the only way to win is to participate in the system that we have right here. So I applaud Donald Trump for talking about ending central bank digital currency. I applaud Donald Trump for talking about electric cars and how that whole Green New Deal garbage movement is not sustainable. I applaud Donald Trump for talking about the failed withdrawal from Afghanistan. I applaud Donald Trump for talking about the border and and leading the largest deportation operation in American history when he is sworn in. Because that's the type of stuff that is going to find those new voters, those same voters in 2016, the same type of people who voted for the very first time, not just for a Republican, but voted in general for the very first time. Folks who are hearing about the border and the negative impact that it's having on people like Rick Harrison of Pawn Stars, where his son died of fentanyl overdose. Folks in these inner cities like Chicago and Atlanta and New York City who are being put behind illegal immigrants are going to hear Donald Trump saying, we're going to take the people who don't belong here and we're going to send them out of our country and put you first. They're going to hear that and go, I actually want to vote for that guy. I think I actually like him. But if they hear a guy talking about stolen elections... As much as he used to talk about it, they're going to say, that guy's a sore loser. Screw him. Even though he's right. His election was stolen. Do you understand what I'm saying? The messaging on his campaign right now, coming out of his campaign, has been almost perfect. And if this continues, if this continues, Donald Trump will win the 2024 election in a landslide. Of course, with all of your help. I hope that's clear. I hope that's clear. Okay, hold on. Because we got more to get to. Before we get to all that's a double double shot of throat coat tea in there, folks. Like, I want to make sure we all understand. I don't think election integrity is a useless thing, and I do think we have to talk about it, but we have to be careful how we talk about it. We have to be careful. We don't want to discourage people from participating in the only system that gives us a chance to win, right? That's the point, right? Okay, let's go 
Let's go to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. All right, that's letsgobrandontoken.com, letsgobrandontoken.com, letsgobrandontoken.com. Folks, let's take a deep dive into the world of cryptocurrencies where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. Let's look at Let's Go Brandon Token. What sets them apart is the unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes directly to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with your values. As a token holder, you'll enjoy Let's Go Brandon Token, the fact that they reward token holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community. So you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the vibrant and supportive community. And that's not all, whether you're new to the crypto world or looking to expand your knowledge. Let's Go Brandon Token's got you covered, offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. So visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com, to learn more, become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that in, uh, investing in crypto does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to take a look and check out letsgobrandontoken.com. That is letsgobrandontoken.com. We also have four Patriots and the Patriot Power Generator. That is fourpatriots.com slash LFA, fourpatriots.com slash Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Let's take a look. Millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian blasted through. One of the first things the local government did was put out food safety tips, and that's because a lot of people will watch their food spoil inside their fridges if they're unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors. It's whisper quiet, and it's strong enough to run your fridge. It is the Patriot Power Generator from 4Patriots. It's not ordinary power. It is a generator that never needs gas ever, and it even comes with a free solar panel. And right now... You can check out the Patriot Power Generator and so much more and get big discounts off of everything there, 10%, for patriots.com slash LFA. The generator is rated five stars from over 600 reviews on the website, and it is backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year, so it's risk-free. But that's not all they have. As you can see it on your screen there, it is amazing, amazing products. The Patriot Power Blender is also on there. Patriot Power UV Disinfecting Power Bank. $49.95. It's eleven twenty at fourpatriots.com slash LFA. That's pretty cool. Now they're called Four Patriots because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Check out the Patriot Power Generator and everything else that they have to offer. So you'll be ready for the next blackout or whatever is coming our way because you know 2024 is sure as heck not going to be easy. We'll see what happens and how it goes there. 4Patriots.com slash LFA. That is 4Patriots.com slash Lima Foxtrot Alpha. All right. All right. Kamala Harris. Kamala. You know Kamala. She's a terrible person. I can tell you that. She's really horrible. She's a brutal and terrible person. She is, as I call her, the queen of the word salad. She's the queen. She goes around and around and around. She talks and talks and talks. It's crazy. I want to show you what Kamala Harris says. Uh, We'll fix the southern border, folks. The solution to immigration is a path to citizenship and effective processing. Sounds a lot like uh, AOC, right? Well, if we just uh, make all the illegal immigrants legal, there'll be no more illegal immigrants. No. You yourself, your whole party. Nobody's above the law. How come these illegal immigrants are above the law? Because they're looking for a better life. All right, I'm going to go rob Truist down the block and tell them the reason why I'm breaking the law is because I'm looking for a better life. Does that work for me? I don't think it will. For some reason, I don't think uh, I don't. I don't think people would go with that. 
Here is uh, Kamala Harris talking about the border. Take a listen. I will tell you that the negotiations that are happening right now, I hope, are going to be directed at solutions that are genuinely focused on fixing the problem, including all the equities that you mentioned. Sorry, I had a big mouthful of tea. I forgot the clip was that short. Equity! Equity! Okay. Let's go to what Kamala Harris... I'm like, hmm? <laughs> it was pretty funny. Let's go to uh, how Kamala Harris defines equity versus equality. This is uh, off of her, her Twitter account from the 2020 election. This is pretty funny stuff because it's so flawed and we're going to talk about it after I play it. But this is what she wants on the border. Okay, here it is. Equity. Again, not equality. Equity. Take a look. So there's a big difference between equality and equity. Equality suggests, oh, everyone should get the same amount. The problem with that, not everybody's starting out from the same place. So if we're all getting the same amount, but you started out back there and I started out over here, we can get the same amount, but you're still going to be that far back behind me. It's about giving people the resources and the support they need so that everyone can be on equal footing and then compete on equal footing. Equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. All right, okay. You saw that propaganda? Equitable treatment means we all wind up at the same place. And you see the person, conveniently, which was shown in the video to be a person of color, right? Uh, uh, being, finding their way up to the top of the mountain with the other person, right? And it looks like a happy story and everything is good. Equity is everybody winding up in the same place. Here's the problem with equity and trying to guarantee equity that everybody winds up in the same place. Okay? You have to take the guy climbing the mountain. You have to, that first guy, You have to pull him down in the real world in order for him and the other guy to be on equal footing. Let's say the other guy is not as good a climber as that guy. Well, you shouldn't have to drag that guy down because the other person isn't as good. Okay, this is what merit-based is all about. I should not be forced to give or sacrifice for... Somebody else that I don't know, it's not a part of my family that I have no allegiance to, right? I should not be forced to give anything to somebody who needs a little bit of help. Shouldn't be forced to do it. If I have it, the resources that are, if they're expendable and I want to do it, I can do it. What equity is designed to do, it's obvious that's that's the whole communism thing. Everyone gets the same. Everyone gets the same wage. There are no classes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Except then, at that point, there's a ruling class and a working class. That's what they're looking for. It sounds nice. It tugs at the heartstring. Ooh, I want some equity too. But what if you are somebody who has been working their tail off for the last I don't know how many years? You now have to give up the fruits of your labor to somebody who came into this country illegally because she's she's saying there's got to be equities on the border. There's got to be equities. 
That's what she's saying. Well, I don't think that's going to fly, folks. I don't think that's going to fly. Now, she mentioned that in this interview with CNN. And just to show you how ridiculous this CNN interview actually was, take a look at the host basically getting on her knees and doing inappropriate things to Kamala Harris. This is just, you want to be a, you should not be interviewing somebody on a serious news network like cable, uh, CNN, Clinton News Network, right? CNN, clearly not news. And pretending to be objective and then let this slip. Take a look at this. Let me ask you one more question. I'm struck just in your presence, the... I'm struck. I'm struck just in your presence. I'll play the whole clip. I'm struck in your presence. Why? This woman is arguably one of the dumbest people that we've ever seen occupy the office of vice president. And we've seen Mike Pence. We've seen Dick Cheney. We've seen Joe Biden. She's struck in her presence. You mean to tell me that's a serious news organization, CNN, when a host is interviewing the vice president? I'm so struck to be. Get on your, get on the ground. Why don't you just get on the ground and kiss her feet? Just, just do it. Just get it over with already. How is anyone supposed to take that seriously? How is anybody supposed? I have interviewed a lot of people. I have never told anybody on an interview that I'm struck by their presence. I wouldn't even tell Donald Trump that. Matter of fact, when I got a chance to meet him, I didn't tell him that. Not because I don't like the guy and I don't appreciate. I said, we're going to help you win. I'm not going to sit there and bend over. Uh, uh, I'm struck in your presence, Pharaoh Kamala Harris. Get the hell out of here. Here's the whole clip. Let me ask you one more question. I'm struck just in your presence. The... I was watching you on stage, watching the reactions from the crowd, mm-hmm. looking you in the eye with your passion that you were displaying and talking about so many issues. And yet you hear candidates suggesting that a vote for President Biden because of his age is somehow a vote for you. And that is hurled as an insult. It's intended to demonstrate some negative viewpoint towards you. What is your reaction to this thought that with your background in particular, with your career, that there is some thought that you are incapable? Well, I I think that um, most women who have risen in their profession, who are leaders in their profession, have had similar experiences. Mm. Um, I was the first woman to be elected district attorney. I was the first woman to be elected attorney general in the state of California, and I'm the first woman to be vice president. And so I it's about, okay, so it's about you're a woman now? Wait, whoa, 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 time out. You know what a serious interviewer would have done? Oh, Mrs. Vice President, Madam, what's a woman? Because your party seems to have a hard time defend, uh, to defining that word. That's what I would have. Oh, you're the first, you're the first female vice president? Really? What's a female? Well, of course, obviously, CNN's not serious. That just bothers me. Don't kiss the rear end of your, of your guest. I'm struck by your presence. It's Kamala Harris. This is a woman that would be nothing if she didn't sleep with Montel Williams and Willie Brown. Dead serious. You're struck 
by her presence? Who's next? What, are you going to be struck by Paris Hilton's presence next? If we're going to talk about women who slept with everybody. Oh, Fannie Willis, is that next? What about Nikki Haley? Come on, man. This is just ridiculous. I mean, and, and, and we're trying hard here with LFA TV, right? I, I run an opinion show, okay? You have, and Dawn was right, she mentioned, you have CNN putting out interviews like that. It just, you got to be kidding me. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, the Justin Trudeau, I want to get to this Justin Trudeau story. I can't, I just, I can't stand the mainstream media. That's why I beg you to share the show. That's why I beg you to press the rumble button because it helps us grow. It helps us take down ridiculous outlets like CNN. It does. So please, please do that. At that for, seriously, that's what it is. I, I just can't stand. I went to school for this stuff, radio. I, I would never, ever tell a guest on my show in an interview that I'm struck by their presence. Never. Honored that I'm joined by a president, vice president, so-and-so. Honored is different than saying I'm struck. Get the hell out of here. That just bothers the hell out of me. I don't know if you could tell, but it bothers the hell out of me. Justin Trudeau. I want to get to this because I kind of got sidetracked with stolen elections and then that. Justin Trudeau's use of the counterterrorism law against the Freedom Convoy has been ruled unconstitutional in Canada by a, a, a Canadian federal judge. And I asked the question, what does this sound like? People throwing anti-terror laws or these really harsh laws at political opponents and then, you know, it being ruled unconstitutional in the future and nobody facing accountability. And I saw uh, T. Mitch, I saw Shaken McGroin, among a few others in the chat, Say this reminds them of January 6th. This is exactly J6. This is exactly what they're doing. This is how the left, this is how the left operates. They find a law or they find something that they can twist and apply to target their political opponents. In Canada, it was the Freedom Convoy. In the United States, it's January 6th and the DOJ uh, 1512 obstructing an official proceeding, right? That's not going to hold up, I don't think, in front of the Supreme Court. But they don't care. They don't care. They're going to wreck your life now. They're going to wreck your life now and deal with losing that battle down the road later. Because they're not going to face accountability. Is Justin Trudeau going to be held accountable for this? Of course not. Of course not. He might lose his next election. Whatever. He'll go right off into the sunset and sleep with another guy or something. I don't know. Soy boy Trudeau, Castro's son. That's the left's playbook. They will weaponize government against you, whether it's constitutional or not. They don't care. And the biggest thing about it, that anti-terror law. Do you know? You want to take a guess who encouraged Justin Trudeau to treat the Canadian truckers in the early months of 2022 as terrorists. You know who encouraged him to do that? The Biden administration. Hey, Justin. Hey, come on, man. We're, 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 we're doing it here. In January 6th, these people terrorists and we're obstructed official proceeding. Yeah, it was the Biden administration who encouraged Justin Trudeau to do that. That's what the left does. That's their playbook. I would have loved to have gone into that a little bit more, but interesting to see. Those truckers had their bank accounts frozen, money taken out of their 
you know, uh, GoFundMes and Gibson Go was threatened and uh, their trucks were repossessed and all sorts of terrible things happened to them under this Emergencies Act in Canada. They were trampled by horses. You know, you had police weaponized against these people under this Emergencies Act. And now you find out, what, two years later that it was unconstitutional. They don't care. They are tyrants, folks. They are tyrants. They need to be treated as tyrants. They need to be defeated like tyrants. All right. I want to get to OFP Farms and their magnesium products. Ladies and gentlemen, are you tired and sore? Do you have chronic pain? I do. Uh, I felt it in my knees this morning. I was talking to Dylan last night. I was like, look, man, I'm 32 years old. Like, it's starting to hurt the knees. It's crazy. I didn't know Dylan does CrossFit, by the way. Keep doing that. Kid's awesome. Uh, if you have chronic pain, if you're tired and sore, I want to introduce you to OFP Farms and their magnesium products. Maybe asking why magnesium? Well, it's an essential nutrient for cell growth function and regeneration. Most people are deficient in magnesium without realizing it. Industrialized farming has made it challenging to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days. But OFP Farms magnesium products are here. They're packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and find a good source of magnesium via topical approach. Pain starts to fade as the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it. With OFP Farms' topical magnesium product line, it's so hard to believe that these simple products help with so much, but they do. Check out the website, OFPFarms.com. Browse the many five-star reviews. Remember, they're a patriotic, America-first, God-fearing, small-family farm. They've been on this show. They love LFA TV. So visit the website at OFPFarms.com, OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. Use the promo code LFA15, Lima, Foxtrot, Alpha, 1-5 for 15% off your entire order. Check out those magnesium products. Uh, they are amazing. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. All right. Uh, I want to get to this DeSantis thing in Florida. I think a lot of people are upset about it because this is something that I've noticed and I, I would just encourage people not to act this way. Please don't take it personally when somebody says something critical of Donald Trump or makes it appear as if they're not going to help him with something. It's not a personal thing. Right. Like we don't need to be offended for him. Trump didn't even ask for this bill that was being introduced in the Florida legislature. There was apparently a bill that said uh, that was going to allow taxpayers, basically not allow taxpayers, but uh, force, for lack of a better term, taxpayers to pay Donald Trump's legal defenses. And Ron DeSantis replied on Twitter yesterday that he was going to veto it. And it said, Florida Republicans introduce a bill uh, to make taxpayers pay Donald Trump's uh, legal defenses. And DeSantis wrote, not this Florida Republican with the veto pen. And the bill was withdrawn. And everyone's like, oh, well, see, he doesn't really want unity and it's a whole thing. Folks, taxpayers should not ever be forced to pay a private citizen's legal defenses. Now, I know the main argument is, well, taxpayers are being forced to fund the prosecutions against Donald Trump. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But two wrongs don't make a right. And when I say that, I mean, if the Florida bill was signed by DeSantis, let's say he wanted to kiss Donald Trump's rear end and say, oh, yeah, you know what? Let's make all of our taxpayers, whether they like Trump or not, let's make them fund Donald Trump's legal team, right? Let's force this on the taxpayers. If he does that, you know what California and Delaware are going to do? They're going to make their taxpayers 
fund Hunter Biden's legal team. Did you think about that before we started having meltdowns last night on Twitter? I don't think so. It's all about the precedent that these things will set. Taxpayers should not be forced to fund anybody's legal defense. They should not be funding Donald Trump's, uh, uh, the, the prosecution against Donald Trump right now. But they are because the federal government is bringing charges because the federal government has been weaponized. If someone, someone replied to me on Twitter last night, I'm a Floridian and I want to help. Donate. No one's stopping you from helping just because you're not forced. Donate. Just like the folks who want to donate to Ukraine. Donate. Just like the people, the liberals who say, we need more taxes. Tax the rich. Tax, tax the rich. Donate your money to the government. They're not going to tell you no. It should never be forced on the taxpayer. Ever. Because if you start forcing taxpayers to fund Republican defense teams, California, Delaware, and then, you know, New Jersey can, can force their taxpayers to help Bob Menendez. California and Delaware can force their taxpayers to help fund Hunter Biden. Do you see how that can work against us? If there are people who want to help Donald Trump with his legal bills, they can donate to his legal defense fund, but it should be up to the people, not the government. So DeSantis made the right decision. Did he do it in a way that irked people? Maybe it did, but it's the right decision at the end of the day. Folks, Donald Trump is in line for a massive victory in New Hampshire, and it is coming up next on LFA TV. We have New Hampshire primary coverage coming up Next with LFA TV right here, rumble.com slash LFA TV. It is in a new stream, so you're going to have to exit this to check that one out. I'm not going to be involved with the coverage tonight. I'm going to be a little busy tied up on Twitter. I've got some spaces and things that I have to participate in tonight. Uh, But Jeremy Harrell, Mike Crispy, and Will Johnson, among uh, potentially other hosts, will be involved with LFA TV tonight covering the New Hampshire primary results My prediction is Donald Trump by 17 points. And as Donald Trump himself would say, we would never give up. We will never give in and we will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Have a tremendous rest of your night. Go Trump tonight in New Hampshire. Keep it locked on LFA TV for New Hampshire primary coverage. I appreciate everybody for watching and listening. And we'll be back here same time, same place, rumble.com slash LFA TV tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern for Ungoverned to celebrate the victory. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please hit that thumbs up button on the way out. Make sure you're following the channel on the way out. Make sure you follow us anywhere you get your podcasts on audio as well on the way out. And have a great rest of your night. Go Trump, and we'll catch you tomorrow. 